0: Welcome back to Emily TKL Talks Golf and Other Sports here on ESPN Radio, AM 850 in Hilo, AM 790 in Kona. And we spent the last three segments talking to Dinah and Earl, or Dinah and Chick Kunitake. Uh They are the, well, they planted, they... They nurture it, they produce it, they package it via River Coffee Company. And um, longtime friends of mine, but where I met them was through John Kunataki. And John and I have been friends since my days of living in Detroit when John was a, a jockey in Detroit, a very good one at that, and ran in my foot races. And I'm up at John's Mill right now in Halualoa. And John, it's always, we've just been sitting here rapping for the last hour and a half. And now we're going to tape a little on the show. John, great to see you as always
1: yeah thanks for uh coming up today emily um you're uh, you're an awesome wahini you know that <laughs> because i remember you when you had like over twenty thousand runners in those days it was amazing and uh even till today uh, i still remember the running in, inside the ballpark tiger stadium tiger stadium yeah and uh then I know. Then I realized that when they hit a home run, that they're hitting the ball so far; it's amazing. And you were you were always number five in our races. Yes, yeah? yes, I was number five. Yeah, because I knew you. I, yeah. I knew I knew the important person, <laughs> the,
0: the creator, producer, and yeah, the, one, the yeah. one who lost their shirt. Yeah, those, races. Right. <laughs> <laughs> those are the great days in Detroit. I still hear from people constantly, and of course, Dave Bing, who was a, a you know Hall of Famer NBA player, he was just elected mayor of Detroit. But John, those were great days in Detroit, weren't they? I know you're a oh, lover yeah, of the city, did.
1: and you you rode a lot of races in that town. Oh yes, I did. And uh, Detroit itself treated me very, very well, and I would come down to, I think West Congress, your, your retail store, and hangs across the street. Yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, I just had a great, great time in Detroit. And
0: you used to talk about how your dream was to come back to Kona. We actually met in Kona when I came yeah, to do the first right, Ironman with right. her in 1981. And remember, we put signs up on the hotel, and
1: nobody put signs up in those days. Yeah, and you're like, nobody, what are you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> but you, you did the Ironman here, and I met 81, him, yeah. you. 81, know, yeah. And I was here with some people from Detroit. Some very wealthy right, yeah, horse, horse owners. owners yeah, and, horse owners. And you rode for them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I said, I remember that name Emily's because... There's was a race in Detroit called Emily's, and that was you. It was me, and that's where you and I started up our friendship. Yes.
0: And over those years when you were there, before I moved to, to Hawaii, which was in 86, you used to talk about your dream of coming back to Hawaii. You're not it's so much a dream because it, it wasn't something you were hoping to do. You knew you were, and it was a gift you wanted to, get, to give back to the community. You said when you finished with your your writing career, you wanted to come back and and start back in the coffee business and really treat the farmers maybe a little differently than they had been treated in the days when you were a, a youngster and your parents were in the farming business or the coffee business.
1: Oh yes, and uh, that that was kind of uh, in the back of my mind as I was writing uh, in Detroit or elsewhere because I was on a roll for years. And I would say, you know, I would make more money in one day than my family could pick coffee for a whole month. So I thought if we could improve something in Kona, then we all could make a living here.
0: And when you came back, I mean, I spent a lot of time with you in those early years, like 86, 87. You came back with machetes. I'm sitting in your mill here now. I mean areas where you would cut the, because the everything had gotten overgrown because people weren't growing coffee for a whole generation. Oh, yeah. Uh And you started with machetes, and your whole thing was that it was going to be natural. It wasn't going to be bulldozers. It was going to be, you know, really done by your hand. And it's amazing the amount of coffee that you have produced over the last 15, 20 years and the amount of consulting, because I've been up here at this mill when you've had it packed with People who have moved to the island that are new coffee growers, and you have given your time along with the Farm Bureau Extension—is that? Yeah, with, with, with the state,
1: you know, yeah, and Extension giving Service. people,
0: it's telling people how to what you have learned over the years, and since you were a kid, and you've been to Africa and done consulting, you've been to Jamaica. You've really given back. Come back with this knowledge and put it back out into many communities.
1: Yeah, I think um, I'm, I'm really only starting, doing that now because now I have more time. And I'll go more into consulting because we have lots of new farmers here. And it's basically, it's very simple. So I say always keep the simple things simple.
0: Well, it's simple for somebody who really knows what they're doing. Yeah, well, and the beauty of it is you're willing to share it.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, it's a basic thing that happens all over the world. It's, keep it simple.
0: Well, you're the new ambassador for the International Women and Coffee Alliance. That's that's right up your alley. You've always oh, been a lover of the Vahinis. That's an that's,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, incredible job I landed there. And uh, I asked the women, why, why me? And they said, why not? So I said, okay. But I've studied women since I was 20 because I was a, like a rock star being a jockey. And the women are so smart. Because they change their mind all the time, and if you have problems, you ask a a woman, "What should I do?" And it's the first first thing that comes out of her mouth. That's the right thing to do, because in ten minutes she's going to change her mind, and it's the wrong thing to do. So I always listen to women, and they've carried me along, basically all my life. I'm still listening to women.
0: Well, I have to admit, you've always listened to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I've yeah. always felt like you really listened and were respectful. And I think that's yes. that's one of the reasons you've always had so many female friends is that you are respectful of, of what we all have to say. <laughs> and, you know, another way you've given back to the community is the Kona Marathon. You know, it went on for a few years be- and then it had a year lag. Um, I think only a few of us ran in it in those early days before you took it over and really became the founder of what we now know as the Kona Marathon, which is a marathon, half marathon, a 10K and a 5K, the UCC Coffee, Kunitake Farms, Kona Marathon. What a wonderful job you've done. Of course, Jim Lovell's been, oh, been yeah, great. Oh, yeah, Jim. Jim's been and, great. And uh, you've had thousands of people. I had a, got in touch with a, happened to be in touch with a sports writer from Detroit, Tom Henderson, recently, and he mentioned that he had come here with a whole group. He was training for the Leukemia Foundation, where they raised monies. And people from all over the world have come. The event's coming up on Sunday, June 28th. We've been talking to Dinah and check a little bit about it. We've only got a few minutes left on this week's show, but we're going to hook up with you in a, in a few weeks for more to t- talk about it. But Matt, talk about what's coming up on Sunday, June 28th.
1: Oh, we have a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a marathon. I heard the winner is returning again. Um uh, and we have some locals who want to win, so they're training really, really hard. Uh, we also have a special guest again, Frank Shorter, who won the gold medal in 1972. Two. Yes, mm-hmm. in uh, Munich. And uh, he's also coming back to help us again. So we're very fortunate to have a person like that to come to our marathon. And
0: you, yeah, I think you have people running from, like... Forty five states come to the event. I mean it really it isn't just a local event. People really know about this event and they come to it and, and they know that it's got a great party at the finish line at the Kehoe
1: Beach Hotel where the start and finish is. Oh yes, yes. So it's it's a fun marathon. It's like for the family, you know, like a good Sunday Turn out the Sunday run.
0: So those of you, you know, might be a little late to get training for a marathon, half marathon, but the 5K and the 10K, 3.1 mile, 5, uh, 6.2 mile walk or run, it's a great way to get involved in your first run, walk, if you've never yeah, you- done one. Oh, uh, yes. Celebration of enjoying the outdoors and a celebration of uh, John, of course, is the ambassador to the event. And of course, the founder and uh, the, the man behind it. So, John, uh, thanks for your friendship for all these years. I'm looking forward to talking to you in a couple weeks. We'll we'll do a little more about the, the event and again, go to Kona You can uh, print out an entry form or you can stop by Dinah's hair salon at uh, right up here in Loa next to Paul's place. And she's got entries up there. Uh, You can also pick up some of their Viaja River Coffee Company. Thanks to the Kunitake family for their support of the Emily T. Gale Talks Golf Show. And, John, good to see you. We'll catch you a little later. Okay. Take care. Uh, We (laughs) both say aloha. aloha. We'll have a couple minutes here, so I want to send a congratulations out to all the teams that were out at the Newberry Quiz Bowl at the uh, Hapuna Beach Prince Hotel recently. The 20th annual, I knew nothing about it, but uh, somebody, a parent told me their son was on the Konawina team, Ian Denser, and I thought, I, what is this? And they found out the Newberry Award was given to a book every year, a very prestigious book uh, to a title and author. And the children through the library at their respective schools read these books and they form teams and they get knowledgeable about each book and the and the authors and then there's thirty thirty question quiz uh where the teams compete against each other. It was great fun to see reading rewarded in such a spirited way and it was felt like a sport we were in the audience. I was watching for a while. Next to uh, sitting next to Karen Han, her son Jeffrey was a backup for Konaawana. and I met Juliet, who was a fifth grader who was on the winning Konawina team last year. and it was just really fun to see the enthusiasm of um, reading being presented in such a joyful way. So um, also want to mention to talk about joyful, how great it is to have the Mokuo Hawaii paddling season. <laughs> Uh, just abound with enthusiasm. They were at Kailua Pier the last couple of weeks, and it's just it's just great to see all that spirit out on the pier, and it spreads out through town. and uh, uh, I love Kailua Village, and there's so many great summertime days. Get down there and enjoy it, and out to the old airport park where wonderful things are happening. The moku the, the walking jogging path. The beach. I love the way they've trimmed it down. You can be in, on the runway, taking a walk, and see the ocean. There's a great walk along the ocean, so just a great facility out there, Old Airport Park. And thanks to all of you for listening. Appreciate your support and enthusiasm. And uh, don't forget the junior golf programs are starting Waikoloa, out at the King's Course. kicks off very soon. Also, uh, Waikoloa Village. Uh, Swing zone Kona Country Club. There there are events out at the Kiki uh golf programs. I think Modelani starting one we will have more on that next next show. Take care. Aloha. Emily T Gale Talks Golf. You're on ESPN Radio, AM eight fifteen Hilo, AM seven ninety in Kona.